Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We now return to Meter and the Coach. No. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEI. Welcome back, Meter and the Coach. Great to have you with us as always on a Sunday morning as the, boy, the skies have opened up, Tim. I look outside my, my leafy estate and it's actually sunny. What a shit. Do you believe in, we're not going to get off into a weather track here. There's something on X today, formerly known as Twitter, of course, about the weather that we've experienced in New England every weekend. Do you know that seven out of the last eight Saturdays, it is poured do you know the 10 out of the last 12, it has poured since August 19th. That's a pretty big trend. The weather has been brutal on Saturdays. I know, and I don't care about myself. I've just been worried about my you know, little girls travel team on Saturday morning, East Greenwich field hockey. They've been wiped out. Yesterday they played in the rain. They said, <laughs> we're coming, we're playing rain or shine. <laughs> There's only so many Saturdays left before it snows, but uh, yeah, well, you know, Today at one o'clock, you know, I don't know. I, I just, it's just, it's going to be hard to pull me to the screen. I know it's our job to watch the games and I'll have it DVR, but it's going to be hard to sit down for three and a half hours and watch that. It, it really is. It's just, I hate to be so negative, but after watching, you know, Arizona and USC last night, just go up and down the field in Texas and Oklahoma and, and even Georgia Tech marched down the field in Colorado week after week with Shador Sanders and just exciting football. And then, you know, you got Pat Mahomes at 425 today on the road, which is always fun because it's more of a challenge for the Chiefs. And you know, the Vikings are going to play them tough today, I, I would imagine. That'll be a good game uh, when the ball gets in the air. And then, of course, tonight you've got the Niners and the Cowboys. Yeah, and great game. It, it's going to be hard to sit down and watch the Pats, oh. Pats and Saints. It really is, and you know the fans—they'll uh, be there, but they're—they're going to be on edge today. They're going to be on edge. They want to see something. Those fans want—they're not just showing up for the uh, prime rib in the Putnam Club today. You know they want to see something, and uh, I don't know if you're going to see it. I don't know how you're going to see it. And then of course the Saints, Derek Carr and Jameis Winston—you uh, know—they're—they're they're going to be. You know, they have some weapons, as you said, though. So they, Pat's defense without Gonzalez and Judon, and uh, is J.C. Jackson actually going to play? I don't know. He didn't. He couldn't even get on the field with the Chargers. So what? what is he really going to bring to the table? 
That's a that, is that such a classic Belichick acquisition? And you know, you don't need me to say this, but they buy you know, like buy they're buying low on a guy who's wounded and I got oh by the way has off field issues. Thank you for let's not bury that. Uh, oh by the way is in trouble uh, and. Belichick, you know what? Let's give a give him a shot. He knows the system. He was good here. What do you? It's the lack of proactive thinking that this franchise has now, and that's stunning to me. They're so reactive, and and I I can't underestimate. I can't overestimate what that means in terms of being a good NFL franchise. As Pete Cronin just said, the league is leveled off to a point where and it's always been this way. It's because he played in the league. He 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 knew it's designed to go seven and ten, eight and nine, nine and eight. And if you're not out of that middle, you're in deep trouble. And a lot of that is is poor management decisions. And that's Belichick. That's Belichick right now. And bringing in JC Jackson, okay, fine, whatever. What maybe maybe we'll get some benefit there and he'll find it again and he'll be the ball hawk that he was in New England. But is that really what you're you're, you're, we're turning our lonely eyes to J.C. Jackson to pull you out of this mess where it should be. Gee, let's go get a receiver in the offseason that could actually shift the focus of our offense. Or let's go get a dynamic offensive player. Let's really solidify our offensive line by bringing in someone that could actually block. No, instead it's just the scrap heap mentality that Heim Bloom had with the Red Sox. Yeah, and you know, you you brought in Adrian Clem as an offensive line coach. I know he doesn't have a lot to work with, but you've got to scheme it up. You've got to somehow scheme it up, and the combination of him and Bill O'Brien has been really you know, unimpressive so far. As far as you know, I haven't seen the offense looks worse to me than last year. Uh, you know, Mac Jones did have some pretty big games last year at times. Uh, and but just yet to see it. Maybe today's the breakout meeting. Maybe we'll we'll end the show with a on a high note and try to be positive, hoping for a one o'clock miracle. But that's what it would be. That's what it would be because I, I don't know where they're going to find it. I really don't. Well, and, and, and the schedule. I told you this back in when it came out. I'm telling you, clearly they. Everyone's all oh, Vegas. Don't beat Vegas. Really? Are they going to beat Las Vegas? I know Las Vegas is bad, but are they going to be, go to Vegas next week and beat a pretty a offense that can, if Jimmy Garoppolo is is healthy, which is a huge ask. That team has a lot of weapons. Are you going to beat Vegas? You got to you got to run up and down the field with Vegas. You got to win a 38-35 track meet. So you're look distinctly looking at one and, geez, you, after Vegas you got Buffalo, and Miami. So today you'd be one and four, one and five. You're going to be one and seven, and you are definitely in the hunt for Caleb Williams at one and seven. Well, I think they're going to win today. They'll, they'll find a way to win. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, you're at home. That should mean something. I know they've been dreadful at home the last two years, but it should mean something. I mean, don't you think? I mean, I, I can't believe that, the, you know, the, and, you know, then they've got to go to Germany and play the Colts. That's no easy task because the Colts have been better than people thought they would be. You know, I don't think the Raiders are very good, and uh, but you're not very good either. So that's the problem. That's the problem. You know, when you're digging deep and you have, you have a fractured team with no answers in different spots and then really no up-to-date contemporary philosophy about scheme and how to attack, then, then you're dead. You're dead in the water, and that's, where they're, what, that's what they're facing currently. Oh, just and, and 
I don't care how inept Josh McDaniels is. He still knows that you're inept too. And he knows he'll know how to attack a little bit. I know he's not a great coach, but, and we're looking ahead of course, but I just don't see where this, I don't care if you're two and five after seven games to me, go all in on a top five pick, go all in. Did you see what Drake May did yesterday? Drake May is a terrific player and he's never talked about here because no one knows who the hell Drake May is fine, whatever. But I'm here to tell you, folks, the guy's a terrific quarterback, and he will be a very, very good pro. I'd be surprised if he isn't. So between Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, Drake May, uh, Quinn Ewers from Texas, who's playing better, uh, Michael Penix from Washington, I know that we're throwing darts here, and it's a dangerous game to play whenever you draft a quarterback. But I look at all those guys and say, are they going to be better than Mac Jones is right now? I'm gambling yes. And you don't have an answer. I keep coming back to this, Tim. You just don't have a quarterback. Like You can t- t- talk all you want about what their problems are in defense. And, yeah, they don't have any playmakers. And I know that's not Mac's problem because he wasn't given the playmakers. Even if he had the playmakers, I don't think you'd have a quarterback. You'd have an okay quarterback. But he's not going to. you don't have a quarterback that's going to win you games. And that's where they're at. You don't, you don't have the most important piece on the field. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Drake May because that's another point. You know, you've got we talk about guys like Jim Laranaga in their late 70s having tremendous success. And, uh, there's Mac Brown. You know, there's Mac Brown in the 70s. And you think that's right. Mac Brown's offense that they're running? No, it's not. It's his offensive coordinator. It's his assistants. You know, he's he's the point man. He's the leader. He's the leader. But you know, he's the guy that's making the final decision, but everybody else is, is mapping out the game plan. All his yes. young assistants. And, and that's Great point. all you have to do is read, read the globe this morning and the list of young up and coming offensive coordinators that are shining in this league from the Texans to the bucks, to the lions. They all have even the Cardinals. They have young offensive coordinators that are created the Seahawks guys that, just innovative offense that are, you know, understand what you need in today's game. And that's what the Patriots don't have. That's why, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be just Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick can stay. He can run, he can be the CEO of the football of the team on the field, but you need everybody else around him. Somebody else in every other spot, somebody else who's more creative, someone else who has more better can, understand analytics can understand the way the game is played today. I think if they did that, then they would be fine. Yeah. It's the CEO mentality that you've talked about, even in college basketball with guys, when like Krzyzewski was, you know, all these guys get Jim Beheim probably didn't do enough, but it's one of those things where you can rely on guys that you have on your staff that are really good young coaches. Larry Nagas is a great, another great example. Of course. I mean, the Patino, I don't know if he ever would do that, but as a guy kind of ages out a little bit, uh, step aside and let these guys influence the game a little bit more. Mike McDaniel's a great example with Miami. I know they didn't play well last week, but they're still very entertaining. And if you're a Dolphins fan, you're watching that and you're thinking, all right, we got really good. We got a really good chance to make some noise in the playoffs. And Buffalo's adjusted well to that with Ken Dorsey. I know they have the weapons. I get it. But that's a large part of what you're dealing with of the Patriots, too, is the fact that you haven't been proactive enough to find those weapons and you don't have the right people finding those weapons. So no. it's, it, it starts at the top and it's just rotted all the way to the bottom. Well, that's the problem that the name of Bill Belichick is now almost weekly in the last three years takes a little bit of a hit, a little bit of a tarnish, yep. whether it's 
you know, the drafting, whether it's just the, his on-field decisions, whether it's his hiring of his staff, whether it's his benching of a young, promising rookie player who's the, probably your best weapon after one fumble. I mean, the list grows on and on and on and on. And you don't hear this with other teams. And that's what you have. I mean, if, if in fact, they made Bill Belichick the CEO, the football coach, and everybody else around him kind of did everything else, then I think you'd have an attractive piece. You'd have somebody, you know, I want to go play for the greatest coach of all time. But with all this other stuff that goes with it, nobody wants to come play for him. And plus, on top of it, he, he, he doesn't want to offer the contracts to beat anybody out. So, and then, of course, all he does, wants to do is sign defensive players or draft guards. So it's like that's where, that's where the problem is. It's been year after year, and it's a slow death. And, it, and now you're seeing it all come to fruition right now where they can't beat anybody. Yeah, no, that's it's that slow death's a great way to define it. And, and you're faced with a, a prospect of a must win game in week five, which is just pathetic. When, it, when you come down to it, it's really pathetic. I mean, you're talking about uh, even if they win, they got no shot. They're not making the playoffs this year. We all know the numbers. If you start one and four, you have a what three percent chance since the NFL since modern in modern NFL history. One in four teams have a three percent chance to make the playoffs. Don't even put that on your radar. It's not happening this year. And you're better off if you don't make the playoffs because you're going to get a better draft pick because that's what you need. Although the problem is you don't have the right people picking these said groceries. That's a huge issue. All right, meter and the coach rounding third and headed for home. We got things that intrigue us from the week that was coming up on Sports Radio WEI 103.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.